Special episode of Net Worth Radio this week for a couple reasons. Coming at you live from beautiful Key West, Florida, Ocean Key Resort and Spa. And then I have a special guest, which is the best part of this episode. Uh, why don't you tell everybody who you are? I am Jen Worth, and I am the other half to Chris Worth. So we have my beautiful wife, Jen, on the show, and somebody that I've wanted to have on for a while. I should have had her on probably the first episode. Um, but she has an incredible outlook on life that I wanted to share with everybody and an incredible story uh, for a couple reasons that we wanted to share. So um, what I wanted to start and just ask you is, the thing that stood out to me like during this whole COVID thing is I'm like going off the rails towards the end. Uh, I just described it as like a caged animal that just, just needs to get out. And uh, Jen, she's fully embraced the COVID time and has really like pulled me back in and made me think about it differently. So why don't you tell everybody um, what's been your thought process going through this lockdown for almost four months now and why you think it's a good thing and how you've turned it into a positive. Um, so I guess to give people a little bit of background as to why I feel this way, um, after having our second baby um, at four and a half months postpartum, I experienced something that um, was just awful and fast forward I was diagnosed with postpartum anxiety and depression um, and I beat that um, fortunately with the help of you of course and um, an amazing center near us so that was by far the most difficult thing um, and hardest and darkest time of my life and having gone through that and um, beating it I feel like I can conquer anything um, now even more so than I, I did before so when COVID came um, I just felt like this is nothing compared to what I just suffered with and then got through um, and I am someone like you that can never sit still. Um, I'm always on the go. I enjoy being active. Um, I very rarely sit on the couch and, and watch TV, as you know. Um, rarely is a never. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and I've always been that way, even like prior to children as well. Um, so I felt like COVID happened and I'm a very, very positive person. So, um, and I'm a true believer that everything does happen for a reason. And that happened and it really caused me to have to slow down and not like fill my calendar with things for um, myself, but even for our children with like swim lessons and music class and going here. And I just, I like to be out with them and keeping them um, busy. So. This forced me to slow down and really embrace this time with um, our two young children and um, made me or forced me to do things with them that like I've always wanted to do, but just like, again, I, um, we're always on the go. Um, and instead of, you know, being like negative about it or that like we're stuck at home, I, grew so much closer to my children than I've, than I've ever been because um, 
we had to. And I, I actually liked that I had to slow down. And I liked that we, I didn't have to rush out of the house to, you know, bring them to, or bring Kayla to daycare or go to swim class. Um, and I've, I've never really been a spiritual person, but I truly believe that, that this happened for a reason. Um, and it's just a reminder to everybody to slow down and appreciate what is in front of you and do the stuff that we keep saying we don't have time for because now through COVID, you have all of the time. Um, and it's just a choice that you can make. So I have embraced it and um, I feel like it's just another thing I'm adding to my list of things that were difficult that I've overcome. Well, something you said to me that I like, like resonated the most was so we're never going to have this time to spend this much time with our kids and we're probably going to look back years down the road and like I wish we had that time again where we could we were just stuck in our house with the kids and we they were our focus of our attention yeah at all times so I think it's really important that you like saw that in the moment and then you know are, are taking advantage of it um, yeah. so your story which is really important I think uh, that we talk about this was after our second daughter Natalie um, you had no postpartum issues with our first child uh, everything was great and then even after Natalie number two for, for several months in you were fine and though know, it culminated like I guess like the, the climax of the, the movie was you know when I, I asked you a, a question about kind of the state of mind you were in and you know it was a disturbing question to have to ask, and we can talk about it if you want to, what I did ask you, but you know, you basically said no, like everything's not okay, and I have had these kind of thoughts, and it led down this path of a lot of craziness, and uh, wow, it changed our lives, but like, why don't you just start the beginning with, uh, you know, the story, with how much you want to, you know, how much you do want to share, it's up to you. Yeah, so, um... I thought that I knew what postpartum depression was, um, and I think that every woman um, thinks they have an idea of it. And I could not have been more wrong. And I remember, you know, after having both of my kids, and they give you a pamphlet on it, and I literally put it to the side, and I said to myself, like, I'm, I'm this is never going to happen to me. I'm so positive. I'm the happiest person. I have like a great support system with not only you but our families um, and I've never I've never had a history of it so um, I never really looked further into it and while everything was great after having our first and after having our second um, yes it was great and we embraced it and we learned as we went but it was really really hard um, and but we we figured out a new normal with our first we figured out a new normal when we when we had our second um, we did miscarry in between them and at around four months um, postpartum like just out of nowhere I started feeling like awful anxiety that just took over me um, and one day while playing with our baby on the floor, um, which was just something like regularly that we do, or that I do, um, this horrible, horrible thought came over me and it was towards my baby and scared, scared me so much. You can curse on here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Um, and that was really the point that like, 
I knew there was something wrong. Um, I thought I was going crazy. I googled schizophrenia because I know that whatever this was that I was experiencing, I had no idea what it was. Um, and I just knew that it wasn't like, it wasn't normal for me to think this way um, because it's just not me and I didn't feel that way. So I kind of like, I didn't, I did suffer in silence for a little bit, um, but I was vocal with um, Chris about feeling, it's so weird to call you Chris because I don't <laughs> call you Chris, but Dave, um, just telling him that like, I just don't feel like myself. I'm like, I just feel off. Um, I became so unmotivated in, in everything. I just didn't want to get out of bed and I'm, I'm so self-motivated, um, just like you, and the things that I had interest in, like working out, nothing, like I didn't want to do any of that, so I knew something was going on with me, and I, and I did keep expressing that to him, but like I didn't, I didn't tell him this horrible thought that came over me, um, because I was embarrassed, and I was thinking like, what is he going to think of me, and so many women, moms, feel the same exact way, and that is why they suffer in silence and that's horrible um, and we have a great relationship we we communicate all the time um, I trust him so why should I ever feel that way but I did um, and things just got progressively worse this anxiety um, this thought just kept coming at me and it literally haunted me and it was the worst during like times when things were quiet so when I was showering or when I would go to sleep at night because it was those were the only times really that like our children weren't present um, and it was just me and fast forward um, I started not feeling comfortable being home by myself with the baby um, again that came out of nowhere and one morning he was getting ready to go to the gym and I came downstairs and I remember telling you like I just I don't want you to go to the gym this morning I don't I don't want to be alone the kids were still sleeping I just didn't feel um, comfortable and that just led to him um, we were talking and, and he asked me this question that I don't want to go into details but I'm sure he could figure it out um, really a question that I never thought he would ever have to ask me and I don't think that you ever thought you would ask a question like this to me and I know for sure that you most likely would never think that I would answer it the way that I did um, but when I tell you that what he asked me and my answer um, literally saved my life um, and I, I really really mean that because I I don't know where my life would be right now if he didn't ask me this crazy question um, and that kind of opened up the floodgates to me just telling him everything this horrible thought and how I've been feeling and that we knew then and there I needed to get help um, and my story goes on and on but I went into the psych ward because of what I was sharing when we went to the hospital um, I knew that I needed to be honest if I wanted to get better for myself and my babies and I was honest and that was where I needed to be at the time um, and it just goes to show you that when women suffer with postpartum depression anxiety um, 
They're also known as perinatal mood and anxiety disorders because there's so many of them and it's a spectrum. But that you can find comfort in some a place like a psych ward when you're going through something like this. And that's super disturbing. Um, but anyway, my, um, my husband was a huge advocate for me when I was there because I couldn't advocate for myself. And it wasn't the right place for me. I wasn't getting the help that I needed there. Um, so he researched places that could help me that were specific to postpartum. And I still had no answers to like what was wrong with me. I, I really thought I was just crazy. Um, and fast forward, I was discharged from the hospital um, with no diagnosis. The psychiatrist just said that it sounds like I've always been a worrier um, and that I just have a lot on my plate with two young kids. And I remember feeling like, how how is this guy letting me go home like this? Like, that's really, really scary with everything that I just shared um, with them and his reasonings as to why it wasn't postpartum depression was that um, it didn't happen with my first, only my second, that it didn't happen right after or shortly after giving birth, that it happened four and a half months postpartum. Um, I don't have a history of postpartum, or I don't have a history of depression or anxiety. Um, and so yeah, I, I got discharged and um, thankfully my husband researched and found a place um, local to us at Monmouth Hospital, um, Monmouth Medical Hospital, the PMAD Center, and um, they are another place and a person um, that literally saved my life as well. And things just kind of progressively got better. It was a long road, um, but here I am today and I am, I'm proof that, that this is temporary and that it's treatable. Um, and that your life can get back to the way that it was. And honestly, I say to you all the time, I feel like I am even better than I ever was having gone through this horrible, horrible thing that...